Good evening. We're going to call the 7 o'clock Planning Commission meeting to order. We want to take a quick roll call. Chair Castello? Here. Vice Chair Kalarski? Here. Commissioner Stone? Here. Commissioner Frazier? Commissioner Kirk? Here. Commissioner Kirk? Here. Commissioner Mujica? Here. And Commissioner Lee? Here. Mr. Chair, we have a quorum. Very good. We will ask you to join us now in the Pledge of Allegiance. Thank you. We'll, uh, first item will open up for, uh, for public comment. We will have two public comment periods, one at the beginning of the meeting and one at the end. This is for general comments to the board only. Uh, if there's anyone in the audience that uh, has a general comment they'd like to address the board, now would be the time to do so. Please come on down to the podium. Seeing no one, we will close the public comment period. And item two, we'll move to the approval of the agenda. Good evening, commissioners. The next item on the agenda is approval of the agenda. After any additions, holds, or deletions at this time, staff requests the following. Hold to the February 20th, 2024 Planning Commission and the March 20th, 2024 Board of County Commissioners meeting. Per the applicant, they are the following. Item 22, PA 23700047. Item 23, ZC 230837. Item 36, PA 23700039. Item 37, ZC 230767. And item 38, VS 230768. The next set is to hold to the March 19th, 2024 Planning Commission meeting per the applicant. That's number 18, WS 230849. The next set is to withdraw without prejudice per the applicant, item 24, UC 230753, item 33, PA 2370023. The next is for item 34, ZC 230522. We will withdraw without prejudice for the zone change portion only and hold the remainder of the application to rewrite renotify for the April 10th, 2024 Paradise Town Board and the May 7, 2024 Planning Commission meeting. The applicant will add an additional use permit to this application. The March 6, 2024 Board of County Commissioners meeting is no longer needed. The next, the next item is item 35, VS 230523. We will hold that to the April 10, 2024 Paradise Town Board and the May 7, 2024 Planning Commission meeting. The March 6, 2024 Board of County Commissioners meeting is also no longer needed. The next set is to hold to the April 16, 2024 Planning Commission meeting and the May 22, 2024 Board of County Commissioners meeting per the applicant. And that is for item number 39, PA 23700042, item 40, ZC 230809, item 41, PA 23700043, item 42, ZC 230812, item 43, PA 23700045, Item 44, ZC 230826. 
Item 45, PA 23700046, and item 46, CC 230830. For the applicant's information, items held or deleted may require additional renotification fees if 85 days have passed since initial notification, or there are modifications to the original application. These public hearing items, which are items 18, 22, 23, 24, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, and 46 are going to be open as a public hearing and immediately recessed until the dates previously stated or withdrawn as previously stated. If there are no requests by the Planning Commission or any members of the public, the agenda stands ready for your approval. Very good, thank you. We've got quite a few holds tonight. I think we are ready for a motion. Okay, thank you, Mr. Chair. I'm going to do this a little differently because I want to make sure that everybody catches their item number. So if you're looking at an agenda, following items, I move to approve the agenda for tonight's meeting with the following holds and withdrawals. Item number 18th held to the March 19th. Item number 22 and 23 held to the February 20th meeting. Item 24 has been withdrawn. Item 33 has been withdrawn. Items 34 or 30, uh, and 34, 35. That one was a weird one because we're withdrawing the zone change and then we're just gonna be adding another use permit but this is going to be held until the to the May 7th, May 7th planning, planning commission meeting. So that's 34 and 35. 36, 37, 38 will all be held till the February 20th meeting and 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45 and 46 will be held till the April 16th meeting. With that being said, that's my motion. Very good, we have a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. Commissioner Frazier. Yes. Commissioner Lee. Yes. Commissioner Mujica. Yes. Very good. And that motion passes unanimously. Thank Next you. item. Item number three, the next item on the agenda is approval of the minutes. The Planning Commission briefing and regular meeting minutes for January 2nd, 2024 are ready for approval. Mr. Chair, move to approve. Motion on the floor, please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier, yes. Commissioner Lee? Yes. Commissioner Mojica? Yes. Yes. And that motion passes unanimously. Next item. For the audience's information, items on tonight's agenda are final action unless appealed by the Board of County Commissioners or otherwise announced. All appeals must be filed in writing to the Comprehensive Planning Department by 5.30 p.m. on Wednesday, February 14, 2024. And any appeals from tonight's meeting will be heard by the Board of County Commissioners on Wednesday, March 6 at 9 a.m. in these chambers. This will, all, this will be the only notice of appeals. To determine if an item has been appealed, please call the Comprehensive Planning Department at 
455-4314 or go to the county's public communications webpage and review the meeting notice of final action. Next are the routine item routine action items which consists of items number 4 through 23 except the items that were previously deleted. These items may be considered together in one motion and are subject to the conditions listed with each agenda item. If there are no objections, the public hearing is now open and the routine action portion of the agenda stands ready for approval. Thank you. So just to be clear about this, um, and if you're here for items four through 23, you're gonna wanna pay attention to this. So these items are gonna be considered in one motion. Any person who does not agree with the recommendations by staff should request that the item be removed from this portion of the agenda and be heard separately. This is relative to, or related to items four through 23. So anybody who does not agree, agree with items four through 23 being approved in one motion, now would be the time to come forward and let us know. Seeing no one, I believe we're ready for a motion. I move to approve routine action items four through 23 with staff recommendations. Very good, we have a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier? Yes. Commissioner Lee? Yes. Commissioner Mojica? Yes. Very good, that motion passes unanimously. Next item. This will be final action unless appealed. Next item on the agenda is item number 25. And just a note for the record, I apologize. I'm gonna be abstaining um, from item number five and item number 19 and 20. Next item. Good evening, you're the applicant. This name and address see, for the I'm record, sorry. please. I apologize, I have to introduce the item first. Oh, go ahead. Um, item 25 is UC 230787, Cox Donald R. Jr. and Patricia A. Use permit to allow non-decorative metal accessory structure that is not architecturally compatible with the principal dwelling. Waiver development standards to reduce setbacks for accessory structures in conjunction with an existing single family residence on 0.6 acres in an RE rural estates residential zone. Generally located on the west side of Bronco Street, 450 feet north of Peak Drive within the Lone Mountain planning area. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval of the waiver development standards number 1B, denial of the use permit and waiver development standards number 1A. Um, we received two protest cards for this app for this item. Thank you. Uh, name and address for the record, please. Patricia Cox, 2875 North Bronco Street, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89108. Thank you. Feel free to go ahead with your presentation. Okay. Um, so we uh, have lived at this property for um, over eight years now, and we have a storage container in our backyard that is compatible to our area because of our house it is a siding structure brick style home which is conforming to a uh, conics box we use this for strictly storage um, I met with our commissioner uh, commissioner Kirk Kirkpatrick 
and she has gone out to location and she did not see any issues or problems with this um, request. Very good. Do you have any pictures or a site plan that you'd like to share with us? I do, but I assumed it was in your backup, so it's not in color. <laughs> oh, no problem. If you can, just place it in the square there. Very good. Thank you. So this is showing the Connex box. It's nine foot tall. Um, and what we're asking for the waiver is instead of the five feet from the block wall, um, the four feet, just so we, the gates can open and close. And um, we have talked to, we, we live in a cul-de-sac and we have talked to um, four or three of our neighbors and they have no issues with this item. It's the gentleman that lives next door. Very good, does that conclude your presentation? Yes. Very good, we will now open, uh, open the hearing for public comment. Anyone that wishes to speak on this item, please come forward and do so now. Seeing no one, we'll close the public comment period and go to questions from the board. Vice Chair Kolarski, is your mic on? Yeah. You said it was painted the, the same color as your home. Did I understand that correctly? No, it's not painted the same color as the home. Um, and if that was one of the requirements, we can. Our house has white siding and the Connex box is yellow. Um, and what color is the wall that it's up against? It's a brick wall, um, a normal brick. brick. Or is it like the gray? Yeah, gray. The, the gray, uh, whatever. Standard you know. gray brick, yeah. It, you know, I, I used to, <clears throat> because sometimes you want to change the color of your house, and then it doesn't match when you painted it to match. So I, I like to tell my people that live in my area, paint it the color of the wall because they're not gonna change the color of your wall. And then it kind it of would, blends in. It would actually stand out more. <laughs> oh, would it? Okay. <laughs> because then, then you know, for me, it would kind of blend in. And, yeah. and, and so I always thought that was, better, that, that was from, a better idea for me. It's not seen from the road and the way our house is in a pie shape, it's, it's, it's okay. pretty much out of sight, out of mind. The okay. only reason it came into a question is because we were looking for conditional use permit to run our business, come to find out we, we don't have to because we don't have employees coming to this and then that's when the planning <laughs> decided that they saw it and said that we needed to conform. Okay. <laughs> Doing all the right things and then boom. Thank yeah. you. Any additional questions from the board? Commissioner Frazier, Lee or Mojica? No questions. No, I, I don't have any questions, but I would like to say that, you know, it, it's got to at least blend with what's there now. So I am, I agree with anything that uh, Commissioner Kurlowski says. Very good. Commissioner Stone, I believe this is your area. If you'd like to take right. the floor. Uh, okay, I'm okay with it. Let me make a motion for approval uh, with all conditions indicated, uh, if approved conditions of approval. I move to approve item 25, UC-23-0787. Very good, there's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. Commissioner Frazier. Yes. Commissioner Lee. 
Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Mojica? Yes. And that motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. Uh, Mr. Mr. Chair, um, they're going to restart the Zoom, so we're going to have to log out and log back in because we're getting terrible feedback. Very good. Any comments from staff on how we should handle it? Should we just proceed or? Mr. Chair, okay. let's just go ahead and read the next item in and start Very good. proceeding and then we'll see if they're back on. Very good. Next item. Okay. For item 25, this is final action unless appealed. Item 26, UC 230818, San Jose Isabel and Estrada Maricela. Use permit to allow non-decorative accessory structures to, um, structures not architecturally compatible with the principal building. Waivers of development standards for the following. Number one, reduce front setbacks. Number two, reduce side street setbacks. Number three, reduce interior side setbacks. Number four, reduce street setbacks. And number five, reduce separation in conjunction with an existing single family residence on 0.5 acres in an RE rural estates residential zone and in an AE65 zone. Generally located on the north side of Judson Avenue and the east side of Gateway Road within Sunrise Manor. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends denial. Town board recommended approval. We received one card in protest. Very good. Are you the applicant for the item? Yes, sir. I am his son. He's the he's Jose Centurion. I'm his son. He doesn't speak too well English, so I'm translating for him. Very good. Just give us your name and address for the record, please. My name is Jose Centurion. The address is 4018 Judson Avenue, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89115. And your name oh, and address? I'm sorry. My name is Alex Centurion. Same address, 4018 Judson. Very good. Thank you. Feel free to move forward. Uh, we were applying for uh, some waivers. There were development for uh, a couple of things that we had built and we had a permit for. Um, I have pictures of them. So it's a total of uh, six things. If you want to just place them in the square and then we can have the camera zoom in on those. And if you could uh, just hold the mic a little closer to your mouth so we, we can oh. hear you a little better. Thank Will you. Do. Very good. What are we talking about? Um, well, we have two carports. I have a... Uh, Myself, this is the the plan for the house that I drew up myself. I don't really know how to do it, but uh, so like we have these two carports. So we have this big one that's in front of the house, with another one that's like in the middle, in the center of the house, in the front. That we're, there we need setbacks for, and uh, we we have a casita and an addition that we added to the house. So basically, uh, the waiver, we need to waiver the front setback for both carports, carports, a small carport, 27 feet, front setback and a large carport has a 5.2 front setback. The required setback is 40 feet. Uh, we would like to waive the separation distance from the main house to the small carport. 
Separation distance is two feet where six feet is required. I would like to waive the separation distance from the attached addition to the large carport. The separation distance is two feet where six feet is required. We would like to waive the side corner setback for the large carport and the shed. The, the large carport has a setback of 6.6 .6 feet and the shed has a side corner setback of five feet where 10 feet is required. And we would like to waive the side corner setback of the attached addition to be 6.4 feet where 15 feet is required. We need to waive also the interior side setback for the casita to be two feet where five feet is required. Just a couple of things. Does that conclude your presentation? Yes, sir. Very good, thank you. We will go ahead and uh, open this for the public hearing. If there's anybody that would like to speak on this item, um, now would be the time to come down and address the board. Seeing no one, we'll close public comment and we will turn this over to the board. Any questions from uh, any of the commissioners on the phone? I'm sorry, this is Commissioner Mojica. Did he tell us why he needs the reduction? I mean, is he justifying why all this is needed? Well, feel free to answer. It was just, um, we built these things with no uh, permit. And so when we they came to uh, look at everything, they said we need setbacks for like, we're too close to the house and some other things. Really, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, and, and this is, and, and, and the reason why you need permits uh, is because of safety reasons, and that's why you don't build things without permits. Yes. So I, I have a real problem with this, but I will defer to um, Commissioner Kraslowski on this. Because we, we didn't, we didn't, we're too familiar with all, how to do all that stuff, and we, if, if we, we regret doing doing everything without permits, and I really wish we did. But uh, we just, I wish we didn't do it like this in the first place. Understood, very good. Any additional questions from the board, Commissioner Lee or Commissioner Frazier? No, I, no questions. I, I would just offer um, just for the board as well. Um, we, we quite frequently get you know, applicants that do things backwards. And, you know, as long as, you know, the motion and the, and the procedures are now going to be followed, he'll, the applicant will surely have to get whatever they built inspected, permitted. And, you know, that may even require it being torn down and rebuilt if he wants it that way. So, so, so they got, for lack of a better way of putting it, they got caught and, um, and now they'll they'll get it corrected. Very good. Thank you, Commissioner Frazier. Commissioner Lee, any questions or comments? No questions. Thank you. Seeing no one else, I'll turn this over to Vice Chair Kolarski since this is your district. Well, I had really wanted to go out and see this because I was I had a couple properties and, and I just wasn't able to do it over the weekend. This isn't an RE, you're on a half an acre, okay? And I'm, so I'm trying to figure out what, I was trying to get a front yard look and I was having problems. Um, I have one here, front yard one. I 
No, but I was trying to look straight in to see if I oh. could see the carports. Okay, so what I, have I a could picture. see from from the street. I have a picture of the carport. All right, but that's the one carport. And which? Where's that one located? Is that on that the? Is, is it on the corner of oh, Judson and yeah. Gateway? Yeah. And your house fronts on Judson? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so it fronts the to the north. Mm -hmm. And that other one is to the east? It's, uh, it's in front of the house. It's um, on Judson. Right. It's really, really Next right. to the neighbor? No. No, it's like in the middle of the house. It's, it has this picture here. It doesn't show it to me. Um, it's directly in the middle of the house, pretty much, in the front. So it's on Judson, facing, uh, it's on the south end of the house. You know, I, I didn't get a full, a full. I'm having problems with this one. I really am. Uh, it, it seems like you're overbuilt. Would you would you mind holding this for two weeks so that I could take a drive out there and meet with you? Yeah. Would would that be okay with you? No problem. Yeah. Okay, I, because I, I I just think you're an overbuilt, and I want to make sure that I'm I'm looking at this thing properly so that I can make a good decision. I know town board approved it, and they usually deny stuff like this, so that kind of is leaning me towards. But I would really like to make a good decision on this. So if you don't mind, I'd like to request a hold. And then you come back here in two weeks, yeah, but I'll meet with you before. I'll give you my phone number, and you can call me, and we can make a, okay. a date to your convenience. Okay. Vice Chair Kolarski, can I just make a suggestion that we sure. maybe hold this a month? We have a pretty hefty schedule in two weeks, and just push it out to a month. Would do that you mind that? Acceptable. Waiting for a month? I do not mind at all. Okay. Not a problem. So then I'm going to move to uh, hold UC 23-08182 uh, March, no, uh, March 5th, March 5th. And the item for, the, the applicant for item 31 is going to love you too because I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> Very good. We have a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Mojica, yes. Very good. Commissioner Frazier, yes. Lee, Commissioner Lee, yes. Very good. And the motion passes unanimously. We'll, we'll see you in the month. That was March 5th, correct? So here in these chambers, 7 o'clock, March 5th. We'll see you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. Next item. Item number 27 is UC 230821, Guzman, David, and Cruz, Sylvia, use permit to allow an accessory structure not architecturally compatible with the existing residence. Waiver development standards to increase the height of an accessory structure in conjunction with an existing single family residence on 0.3 acres in an R1 single family residential zone, generally located on the south side of San Rafael Avenue and the east side of Palm Street, alignment within Paradise. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends denial. Paradise Town Board recommended approval um, with the added condition to paint the structures to match the existing residents. Very good. Are you the applicant for this item? Yes. Just yes, I am. Just state your uh, name and address for the record, if you would, please. David Guzman. Address is 4411 San Rafael. 
Las Vegas, Nevada. Eight nine one two zero. I am. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, I am here to uh, try to get approval for uh, separate structure and converting my garage. The separate structure uh, garage it will be placed here. The house is currently facing north. The garage, the existing garage, it's on the north side of the, of the house. Uh, that is the position of the new garage to the property. And if you guys are okay, I'll, I'll put the image of the actual garage. So this is the garage here. Uh, this is the front side uh, facing towards the north. And I flip the page. This is the back side facing south. Just flip it over if you can. If it looks good to you, it'll look good to us. There you go. Thank you. Uh, so that's the back side of the of the garage there, and then this is the front side facing north. Very good. Does that conclude your conclude your presentation? Uh, just one thing that I want to add: this structure is 100% uh, engineered and stamped and approved uh, drawings uh, from an engineer uh, to meet the standards here in Nevada. Wind loads, no loads, and everything included. Uh, I have everything in hand. So. Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, we will open the, uh, the public hearing now. So anybody that would like to speak on item number 27, uh, please come down to the podium. Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearing and turn it over to questions from the board. Uh, Commissioner Frazier, Lee, or Mujica? Any comments or questions? No questions, Commissioner Frazier. No questions for Commissioner Lee. No questions for Commissioner Mojica. Very good. Commissioner Kirk. I know that uh, the Enterprise Town Board recommended to paint the structure same color. Are you okay with that? Yes. Okay. Then I'll move to approve item um, UC230821 with staff if approved conditions. Very good. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier? Commissioner Frazier, yes. Commissioner Lee? Commissioner Lee, yes. Commissioner Mujica? Commissioner Mujica, yes. And that item passes unanimously. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. Thank you. Thanks for getting your approval before building. <laughs> this is final action unless appealed. Next item on the agenda is item number 28. UC 230833, Foss and Tracy, use permits for the following. Allow an accessory structure metal building to exceed one half the footprint of the principal building. Number two, allow an accessory structure not architecturally compatible with the principal building. And number three, waive design standards for an accessory structure. Waivers of development standards for the following. Number one, waive design standards for an addition. And number two, reduce interior site setback on 0.6 acres in an RE rural estates residential zone generally located on the east side of Westwind Road, approximately 330 feet north of Delray Avenue within Spring Valley. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends denial. Spring Valley Town Board recommended approval, and we received two cards in protest. Good evening. Just give us your name and address for the record, if you would, please, and then feel free to tell us about your item. Good evening, everyone. My name is Delta Sarayevich, and this is Tracy Fosen for 1350 Westwind Road. Um, so we'll go ahead and put up all of our visuals over here. Um, 
So the property is located um, near Charleston and Decatur, just a little bit west of Decatur on West Wind Road. West Wind Road is um, a small residential street. Um, pretty much all of the properties over there are at least half an acre lots, so they're rather large. Um, this property here is on half an acre and we are requesting your approval um, to also build, the, just like the previous gentleman, a detached garage structure. Um, so the proposed garage would be right over here. This is his existing residence. Uh, the proposed garage would sit to the left-hand side of his, of his property. It's uh, 2,020 square feet total. Um, we exceed the allowable square footage, so without, without um, requesting for a special use permit, we're allowed to build 1846, but we're requesting 2,020 square feet, so a little bit larger than what would normally be allowed. And we are also requesting to build the structure out of metal instead of um, stucco, which, which is his existing residence. Um, so right here is a picture of where the garage would sit. So if you're on the street, um, this is his property, and he does have a front gate over here. The garage would actually sit behind the another wall, which would conceal pretty much a good portion of the structure. So it, it really would not be too visible um, off the street. Um, the reason why Mr. Fosen um, is requesting to build this garage is because he has a, um, a mobile business where he goes out and fixes bicycles um, for the different casinos and the um, police department or any private owner that does cycling. So he owns a couple of large vans that he would like to store out of sight from the neighborhood and he would like to park those inside of the, the metal garage basically. And uh, this structure would also be um, engineered. It would be manufactured out of state, but delivered here and assembled on site. Um, we do have um, multiple neighbors that have written letters to the county in support of it. We were not aware that, that there's any opposition to this. Um, so the neighbor directly in front of Mr. Fosen is in full support. He wrote the letter himself to, um, you know, to express his uh, approval, the neighbor to the left of him, and then, um, let's see, and the, so yeah, so the two neighbors next door and the one directly in front of him are all in support of this, and these will be their um, signed letters that were submitted to the county. Uh, and for my last visual, I just wanted to present to you what the garage would actually look like. So this would be what the, what the proposed structure looks like. It's essentially sheet metal um, with a steel frame inside. So let us know if you have any questions. He, the company that does this is called Elite Metal Buildings, and this is the sort of you know, finished product that you'd see over there. And here's another one that's used by like some police department or fi fire department, sorry. So let us know if you have any questions, but that would be our presentation to you tonight. Very good. Thank you for your presentation. Thank you. Uh, we will open the public hearing. Uh, if there's anyone in the audience that would like to speak on this issue, uh, please come forward and do so now.
Seeing no one, we will close the public hearing and turn it over to questions from the board. Uh, Commissioner Kirk? Okay, very good. Uh, Commissioner Frazier? Uh, no questions. Commissioner Lee? No questions. Commissioner Mojica? No questions, thank you. Okay, very good. I believe this is um, my district. Mr. Chair? Yes. I just have one Commissioner question. Yeah, um, thank you. So, according to our backup, you wanted 2,500 square feet. This piece, your garage is gonna be 2,566 square feet. Did you reduce that? Um, so essentially, I, I did reach out back to staff and um, the way that they, so the footprint of the garage is 2,020 square feet. However, um, on the inside, I'll present to you the, the layout which will help this make sense. So inside, he would park the two vans over here and then in the back would be sort of like an office area where he would have all of the little components that he needs. But on top of that office, he will have storage space. So it, it's not, it, it's essentially like a second floor, um, which he would use to store boxes and all of that. So they're counting that second mezzanine storage as square footage. So that's what makes the footprint a little bit larger on the paperwork. But um, the square footage, I'm sorry, but the footprint of the building is 2020. Okay. It's just that that second floor is counted as extra square footage in terms of like the application process. So if the, if the motion is for it to be approved, we're gonna be approving the 2566. Okay, well, I didn't have a problem with that. I just thought you had decreased it and I was trying to figure out why. Thank oh, you. Yeah, thank you. Very good. Um, I don't have any major issues with this. Just, and I don't know if I missed it. Were you gonna match the color of the existing home with this or what, what was the intended? These um, are the colors, options that we have. I'm Tracy Fossum, by the way. Uh, the Hawaiian blue is what we're shooting for here, along with possibly the polar white or the solar white. When we hold up the samples to our house, we're coming out that the polar white is actually a better match over the solar white. In Very good. To the blue. So okay. yes, it, it would match essentially. I, I can show you a picture of what what his main house, in terms of in terms of colors, yes, it would match. So th this would be what his existing house looks Very like. So good. white walls with the blue roof. Okay. And we'd match um, that. I will make a motion to approve item 28 UC 230833. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier. Yes. Commissioner Lee? Yes. Commissioner Mojica? Yes, as long as it matches with the house as they showed, I am definitely for it. Very thank good. You. The motion passes unanimously. Have, okay, have a thank good you evening. everyone. Good luck with the project. We appreciate it. This is final action unless appealed. Next item on the agenda is item number 29, UC 230846. Yanowski, Jonathan M., and Barbara A. and Weaver Dale. Use permits for the following. Number one, allow agriculture, livestock, small chickens and turkeys in conjunction with the single family residence not in community district five. And number two, allow for a greater number of agricultural, livestock, small chickens and turkeys in conjunction with single family residence on 0.5 acres in an R1 single family residential RMP3 zone. 
Generally located on the north side of Viking Road and the west side of Robar Street within Paradise. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends denial. Town Board recommended approval with the following condition of no roosters allowed. We received one card of approval, seven cards in protest, and six protest letters. Good evening. Please give us your uh, name and address for the record. My name is Dale Weaver, 3020 East Viking Road, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89121. This is uh, currently the layout of the property. Viking Road, Robar Street, our drive is here to our garage. This is all, the entire landscape is full mature uh, trees, shrubs, and so on. The chicken started as a, just a bucket list thing that I wanted I raised chickens for years and years and years in Michigan and Texas. Started out with just a few, and as soon as people found out we had them, I had people calling me, please take our chickens, we can't have them, we don't want them anymore, we don't want them killed. It ended up growing into much more. The final was from the uh, Animal Foundation that called me we have 14 hens that are going to be euthanized. Will you please take them? And I couldn't say no, so I did. That's how it grew. No more. I'm not adding any more. And as they mature and pass on, I'm not increasing anymore. That's it. Absolutely no roosters. I had a rooster by accident. I bought chicks. They were all supposed to be hens got a rooster. Well, we got rid of the rooster because obviously too noisy. And um, so at this point now, we've got them laid out with the pens here. Uh, there's enough square footage for all of them. They're well taken care of, kept clean. You never have a problem with them. They're not visible except for this short length of wall here on Robar. All the others, high wall all the way around and uh, not visible from the streets otherwise. Um, right now, it's raining so much. There is an odor to some extent, but as soon as the rain lets up, I go in and spread lime, kills the odor immediately. The uh, roosts and all are power washed off on a regular basis. I just take good care of them. They're my hobby. That's the only reason. And we get some eggs, and we give them away. If I can't, if I've got too many, we just give them away. Uh, we have two letters of support. I'll show you pictures in a moment. But our next door neighbor um, has no problem with them, whatever. She lives right next door. And uh, this is a letter that she had uh, signed and, and dictated to me. And then we also have another uh, letter from Roger and Vicki Smith on Nordo Circle in support. Okay? And then I've got pictures too I'd like to show you. Did you need to see more of the letters? No, I don't think so. The pictures would be fine now. Okay. 
Just make sure that staff has copies of those, okay? Okay, yes. Please. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is pen number one. Uh, you can see there's an extension off on the side for a coupe. These are all well shaded, covered, protected, safe. And you can see the few hens that I have in there, okay? This is another view of pen one. Now here you can see it's neat, clean all around, all the time. And then this is a picture of pen number three. And you can see the hens there. Okay, you can see they're shaded, covered, protected. Uh, right now for the winter, cold season, I put very thick vinyl curtains around all of them to break the wind so they're not gonna be too cold. Okay. This is pen two, and this is with my two turkeys. And there are two again, they're living together. Okay, and then this is another picture of pen two. You can see there's ample space. Okay. And that's very good. We appreciate your presentation. Mm -hmm. um, this is, we will now open the public hearing. If there's anybody that would like to speak on this item, please come down and address the board. Seeing no one, we will close the public hearing and turn it over to questions from the board. Commissioner Frazier. No questions. Commissioner Lee. No questions. Commissioner Mojica. I know we had a similar item come in front of us before in the same district. So I, again, I will defer to Commissioner Kurslowski on this one. Very good. Vice Chair Kolarski, this is your item. You have the floor. Hi, Mr. Beaver. I did go out to see, to walk, to walk on the site, um, and I went back to my websites to make sure that I didn't forget anything. One of the things that, um, this used to be in an RNP3, which doesn't exist anymore. Um, so there, there's no agricultural that, you know, that's allowed. But you got, now, with your drawing there, it showed like 33, and I know when we were when I was there, we were down to I think it was 27 hens and two turkeys, or was it 25 hens and two turkeys? I had no idea how old they were. I had another one just pass away last week. Okay, so we're down to probably about 27 yeah, total. Uh, yeah, I just go in there and feed them and clean them. <laughs> I don't count them anymore. Just I know I'm not getting more. Okay. Um, normally I would say no. Okay. Uh, that, that's just what it is. But because this was in an RNP, which even though, and I know that the RNP3 was not agricultural, it was strictly lot size. But you do have half an acre. So you're on a big lot, like you're in, a, in this is an old rural neighborhood, one of the older established ones. Um, those that are unaware, you know where PBS is on Mojave or Pecos in Flamingo, uh, the PBS wow. Virtual High School. Mm -hmm. It's very, very close. 
So I'm going to approve this with the same condition that Paradise Town Board said, no roosters. But I'm also going to tell you that, is, you know, it's 27 is as high as, and, and you need to not replace them as they die. Understand. L let me let me put I've it that way. Turned down too. Okay, you you there there you cannot do that because if we get complaints then and we go back and you've exceeded that then it's going to be a, just a firm hard denial. I if you try if you try and come back for another permit. Mm -mm. Okay. Not happening. I'm getting older. My chicken fantasy is about over. <laughs> so, I would also like to see a request if you can see if you can add additional run, run room for pens two and three. Okay. Okay, uh, alongside that shorter wall that you have there, mm -hmm. uh, along towards Worldwide Street, if you can get somehow, uh, create some additional run, because I think that would also be beneficial for the, uh, yeah, for the hands, okay? Mm -hmm. All right, so put that as a condition and to add additional run space. Okay, just to clarify, so that's no roosters. 27 is the maximum number of animals. And they are not replaced as and, they pass. And do not replace animals as they pass away. And the fourth added condition is additional run room for pens number two and three. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, and that's my motion. Very good, we have a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier. Commissioner Frazier? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Lee? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Mojica? Yes. Very good. And the motion passes unanimously. Thank you and have a good evening. Thank you. This is final action unless appealed. Next item on the agenda is item number 30, WS230789, Baron Bryan. Waivers of development standards for the following. Number one, allow a six foot high non-decorative wall with no landscaping within 15 feet of the pro front property line. Number two, eliminate setbacks for access gates. Number three, reduce setbacks for accessory structures. And number four, reduce separation between structures in conjunction with single family residence on one acre in an RE real estate residential RNP one zone. Generally located on the south side of Pebble Road and the east side of Procyon Street with an enterprise. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval of the wave of waivers of development standards number three and number four, and denial of waivers of development standards number one and number two. And across town board recommended approval with the following conditions, two years to complete the building permit and inspection process for the block wall, and two years to remove the storage building and shade structures. And we received one card in protest. Good evening, please give us your name and address for the record. Brian Barron, 3585 West Pebble Road, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89139. To address standard number one, this was the, this was the results of a uh, block wall building permit, and this grew into a lot more than just a waiver for the height of the wall. As you can see by this picture, our property is located and it faces south. And the original front door that was installed in 1978 was on the west side of the property. But in 1978, 
there were no standards for addressing and they gave the property a pebble address. So we're here to address the fact that I want to put a block wall up on the eastern part of the pebble prop property line. This is the original front door from 2011 and I think this one was in 2019. Do front door was still there and that faces Procyon. This was also an indicator that I could have the bu my building permit approved was in 1986. The, they designated Procyon as the front property line for a lower bl block wall, which you'll see in some of these uh, pictures coming up. This is looking at the house from Pebble and that low block wall is part of that 86 building permit. There was a fence line a chain link fence erected in 1978 that surrounded the property and encloses the back portion of the property where we're looking to put a block wall. Here's another shot. Um, this is more recent. The, you'll see that the fence has a zero setback already on the uh, gates. We're also having to adjust the build for building code around that transformer in the picture. So we're making adjustments for NV Energy. This is an example of a neighbor just down the street. Their address is on Pebble, but yet they have a six foot block wall. It meets, basically what I'm asking is to meet the standard of the neighborhood. Here's another one. And this is back to the property in, tw in 2008. This is an aerial shot showing the street and the width of the street. Um, the staff had a concern about safety. Here is a, a wider shot of Pebble. As you can see along Pebble, there is a lot of Department of Aviation property on this, on this road. It, current count, I think there's 20 developed lots along Pebble between Dean Martin and Decatur. <coughs> this is a list of properties that have six foot walls on their property, on their front property lines, and also the zero setback with the gates. This is another example here on Serene. And this is a serene home. This is a serene home. And this is a zero setback gate right here. Another six foot wall with, with a zero setback gate. To address the setback on, in item number two, this is a property diagonal from us. Again, they're on the street and they have a zero setback. This is a, a shot. Now, their front property, they had to build the three-foot-high wall with ornamental steel. The, this is a property off of Lindell. Again, zero setback for the uh, gate and the six-foot-high six block wall. Here's a couple of other examples in the neighborhood that aren't on arterial roads. They're, but there's still zero setback. 
and I'll just flip through these. This is a publication from NDOT regarding the overpass project for Pebble Road. Uh, basically, it states at this point the project will not go forward due to cost, but they don't know in the future. Um, this would have increased the traffic on Pebble if it, if it goes through. But there, this block of property that's circled here is they're planning on developing this property and this would be, would impede the overpass for Pebble. Um, the, the property that's developed inside that square just got purchased by the group that is looking to develop this. They closed it on uh, sometime in January for that property. Also addressing the safety, the traffic area for this, this road, uh, if you look at number 7184, the, in 2022, there were 1,300 cars a day. That's less than a car a minute in either direction. And for item number three, this is a permanent structure the measurement was taken to the fence line. It's not actually a surveyed, the surveyed property line. So there could be a variance of six inches. The fence line was put in before the home on the south was even, even built. The home on the south was built in 1999. So the part B of this is this structure here. Planning just added it just because. I told them it was gonna be torn down and they wanted to put it in anyway for a waiver. Item number four has to do with the storage unit because we have no attached or detached storage. We, when we moved into the house just about 11 months ago, we rented this storage unit. We didn't know that put placing it closer than four feet or five feet to the house was against the code. We will move, the pro we will move that container back until we have a garage or other s permanent storage. That is the end of my presentation, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we will go ahead and open the public hearing. If there's anybody uh, that would like to speak on this item, please come down and address the board. Seeing no one, we will close the public hearing and turn it over to the board for questions. Uh, Commissioner Frazier, any questions or comments? Uh, no, no questions. I mean, the presentation, you know, pretty much was pretty concisive and. Um, addressed any questions I had. Thank you. Very good. Um, Commissioner Lee, any questions or comments? No questions or no comments. Very good. And Commissioner Mojica, I believe this is your district. We'll yeah, does anybody else have any questions? I, I, I just have one question. I'm sorry. Did you just say you purchased this 11 months ago? Yes. 
and a lot of the stuff was already done, or you've done that. This, uh, all. What do you mean all? Uh, the house. The house. Um, the. The little walls. The, the little wall was done in 1986. Okay. The gray building. Go back to the. That building houses our well and our filtration system. And that, that was like 99, you said? No. No, that was built back closer to 1978 when the well was installed. Has it just been repainted? Yes, it's painted to match the house. Oh, okay. We bought the house from a, from a flipper. They didn't do much work to it, though. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Very good, Commissioner Mojica. Yes. Um, I even have a problem with the fact that he bought it from a flipper like this. But um, let me say something. Um, it is my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, staff, that items 3A and B were approved and item 4 was also approved. Am I correct? Actually, items 1 and 2 were approved by the town board. Uh, I'm not, no, I'm not talking to you, sir. Excuse me. I asked staff for, I asked, I directed my question to staff. Um, Commissioner, um, we, we recommended approval for waivers three and four. That's just our recommendation. Yeah, I see that. Um, so my, my problem um, is with the safety. So, um, I know you presented a whole bunch of options and things that you said that safety and that they're not going to do the overpass and they're not going to do this and they might not do that. I'm not concerned about what will or may not happen. Um, so I would like to defer to uh, staff and public works. I know there was a, something to do with the gate at Pebble so that we don't have, um, you know, either vehicle stacking or for the safety of uh, other you know, homeowners and stuff like that. I mean, if you can work with them and try to figure something out at the gate, um, I wouldn't have a problem with this, but. We already have. I don't know. We, can, I'm sorry. Uh, can, staff, can staff or public works comment on this? I'm not directing this question at the applicant. Hello? So is the commissioner, is the question related to why we're recommending denial of the gate location? Correct. <clears throat> so um, on an arterial street, Pebbles an arterial street, uh, again, we, as you stated, we have to assume that at some point in the future, it may be fully developed. Uh, and if it is fully developed, then um, we would wanna have a setback for that gate so that the owner doesn't have to stop in the right of way to get the, while the gate is opening. So I completely agree with staff on this. So is there anything um, that can be done? Is there anything that you can work with the applicant on to make this happen rather than denying the whole thing? So if, if you want them to meet the code, you could deny the waiver related to the access gate setback, and then they would have to meet the 18 feet 
that's required by code. Uh, yes, I'd like to make that motion. Commissioner Mujica, this is Commissioner Kirk. Yes. Looking, yes. At, looking at the map, uh, the blacktop, uh, I mean, is a small part of, of the right-of-way that's in there. And um, I think a condition could be set that when and if the city or the county comes to improve the land, then the applicant would have to provide the, uh, the setback. Would that work, Rob, from a legal standpoint? Yes. Yeah, it'll work from a legal center, uh, standpoint. The question is whether or not uh, they'll catch it at some future point and be able to enforce it. Well, there, and, and I mean, if, if you look up and down the road of Pebble, there is nothing that I can see that's dedicated, and there's a ton of land there. I mean, right across the street, you've got seven acres or eight acres that's owned by the Department of Aviation. Further down the road, you've got 30 acres owned by the Department of Aviation. So there's just an enormous amount of land over there owned by the Department of Aviation that I'm not sure if they're ever going to release it, ever let it be developed. So, uh, I mean, I say in all fairness to this applicant, and I don't see anybody else on this, on this road that has been required to do that, what, what the staff is asking this applicant to do. I mean, if you go east, it dead ends at the freeway. If you go west, I don't know, it, but I don't see anywhere where there's a fence that's not right on the property line uh, where there's any kind of setback required. And so I just say, I mean, in all fairness to this applicant, Let's let him do what he wants, uh, build, put the fence in where he wants to put it, and then when the when the county comes along to um, uh, to improve the road, which in my opinion is going to be never, uh, then he'll have to dedicate. But and it's on the county to keep track that. I mean that's the county's responsibility, it's not yours. And if you sell the house, it's on the county. It might be. Uh, Maybe it'd be a condition or something like that, or or a, I don't know how that would handle in a in a transfer of uh, ownership. But I think for this owner, I think a condition could be stated that um, when and if the county comes along to fully improve Pebble, then the applicant will be required to dedicate. Thank you, Commissioner Kirk. Commissioner Mohika, I think we have another question from uh, Vice Chair Kolarski. Okay. Where does the door face again? Right now, the door faces south. It, it actually, the driveway... It, it doesn't even face a street, does it? It doesn't even face a street. The driveway connects to Procyon, though, right. the, where the door is. So... I'll back up. I'll show you the... The overhead would be better. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. I like you. I went to Google Earth, and I was... Actually, if you could look so, at so the legal list. address though is on Pebble. Is on Pebble, yes. But you have permits that you found that show that the front was on Procyon. Yes. And your house does faces the the, the original. Your, it faces your south neighbor, is what your house does. Yes, it does. And the original door faced Procyon. 
That's the original door. Would we be having this issue if his address was on Procyon? Uh, I d the, the issue with the access gate or? Yeah. Yes. The access gate is an issue regardless of where with the, the driveway. Is. Okay. Okay, thank you. Commissioner Mojica, we'll take it back to you. Okay, I'd like to make a motion. Um, as uh, Commissioner Kirk stated, that if in the future this is developed, he would have to adhere and make the necessary changes at that point. And if there's any way that we can flag this so that it is caught and not just overlooked, that would be great. Is there something we can do with that? I, I personally don't think it will, would ever be caught unless he were to come in for, unless Pebble were improved and the owner were to come in for another permit later on. And who would improve Pebble? Pebble, would, would it be the county? Generally, it would be the county, unless NDOT did it as part of a bridge project. So if NDOT or the county improved Pebble, they would have to ask him to make changes? So, uh, nor, so we, we have this with uh, a lot of streets that were built to non-urban standards where driveways have been approved or fences and gates have been approved. Uh, once the county goes in and does the improvements, uh, the county actually improves the driveway locations, um, even if they don't meet current code requirements. And um, I've never seen the county require anybody to move a, a gate. I, I, I don't know what to say then, because I, I agree with public works. I mean, if they think this is not safe, it's not safe. But uh, if we want to, you know, if we want to say that if the area is improved or the overpass does come to fruition, that, that he would have to adhere to safety standards. I mean, is there any motion we can make that says that? I mean, I would just suggest if you want to make you use the condition that Commissioner Kirk stated, um, we can have it on the record. And, and again, if if somebody if if somebody does happen to look, or if he does come in for a permit later on after Pebbles improved, uh, then the gate can be required to be moved at that time. Okay, let's do that. I, I don't want to have to repeat it. I'm just this is just so convoluted. But if you can get it in writing right, I'd appreciate it. Very good. We have a motion. motion. Are we are we clear on the motion, Rob? Are we okay with that? Yes, we're okay. Very good. We have a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier. Yes. Commissioner Lee. Yes. Commissioner Mojica. Yes. Very good. And the motion passes unanimously. Thank you. Very good. Have a nice evening. This is final action unless appealed. Next item on the agenda is item number 31, WS230836, Brown Mary Ernestine Trust, 
waivers of development standards for the following. Number one, reduce setbacks. Number two, reduce street landscaping. Number three, wave landscape buffer. Number four, driveway geometrics. And number five, commercial curb returns. Design review for vehicle sales on 0.5 acres in a C2 general commercial zone. Generally located on the north side of Lake Mead Boulevard and the east side of Gateway Road within Sunrise Manor. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends denial. Sunrise Manor Town Board recommended denial. We received one card of approval and one card of protest. Very good. Please give us your name and address for the record. Yes, Alan Castillo, uh, 5468 Front Grove Line, uh, Las Vegas, mm -hmm. Nevada, 89122. Uh, we tried to develop a car dealer on uh, Lake Me and a gateway. Uh, we're asking for a waiver for the zero uh, setback uh, for the trash enclosure that it should be a 10. It is located on the east side of the property. Um, we're basically asking for a waiver also for the fence that in the end, we adjust and based on the uh, sign visibility zone that is showing on the two entry under the corner of uh, Lake Me and uh, Gateway. Uh, uh, we try to uh, avoid or uh, waiver the, the current return for the two entries of the of the uh, other lot of the future uh, dealer. Uh, and two waivers for the landscaping buffer on the Lake Me and the Gateway. Uh, basically, it's a straightforward. Uh, we, we try to work as, as much as we can with Clark County and the community. Very good. Does that conclude your presentation? Yes. Thank you very much. We'll go ahead and open the public hearing. If there's anyone that would like to speak on this item, uh, please come down and address the board. Seeing no one, we will close the public hearing and turn it over to the board for questions. Um, seeing no one here with questions, uh, Commissioner Frazier, do you have any questions or comments? Uh, no questions, no comments. Very good. Commissioner Lee? No questions, no comments. Thank you. Commissioner Mojica? Commissioner Mojica, any questions or comments on this item? Okay, very good. It looks like this is uh, Vice Chair Kolarski's district. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I apologize. I couldn't get my mute off. No problem. Thank you, Commissioner. Vice Chair Kolarski. Ah. Uh. I spoke with the applicant before the meeting, and I told them that I, I tried. I, I don't know why town board denied. I know why staff is denied, but I don't know why town board denied. I couldn't find it. Uh, I couldn't access the tapes. So um, I asked him if he had any objections to holding this, so I could go take a look, because I, I don't understand the problem, uh, and and I want to take a look. He said he had no problems with that, so I'm going to ask him again. Do you mind if we hold this? Because I, I understand what you want to do. There's a, you there, isn't there a, a a car lot across the street? There what? Is there a car lot across the street or somewhere near there? 
No. That, that was my other concern, because I thought when I looked earlier on the map, no, I saw a car loft. It's known. Okay. Because this, to me, it's all commercial, but I'm not certain if uh, what we're looking at elsewhere. So if you don't mind, I'm going to move to hold this till the March 5th. We're going to have to do 30 days because of the, uh, the agenda okay. for the next time. So I'm going to move to hold this for 30 days. Very good. We have a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier? Commissioner Frazier, yes. Thank you. Commissioner Lee? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Mojica? Yes. Very good. And the motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. I think we're getting a little bit of feedback from one of the commissioners on the phone. If you wouldn't mind muting, I'd, we'd appreciate that. Thank you very much. Next item. Next item on the agenda is item number 32, WS230844, Andrade Lucas. Waiver development standards for reduced setbacks for an addition to an existing single family residence on 0.6 acres in an RE single family residential RMP1 zone, generally located on the north side of Helena Avenue, 330 feet west of Durango Drive within Lone Mountain. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends denial. Um, Lone Mountain recommended approval. We received one card in protest. Very good. If you wouldn't mind, give us your name and address for the record, please. Good evening. I'm Rick Salem, RK Design, representing the owners, 596 Kelsford Drive. I'm not sure if that mic, I can't hear you very well. Is that on? The, it, the booth has to control the volume on it. Oh, very good. Can we turn that up in the booth, please? Let's give it another shot. Rick Salem, RK Design, 596 Kelsford Drive, Las Vegas. There we go. Thank you. Representing the owner, Mr. Lou Andrade. What we're proposing is it's an existing single family residence, an attached garage. We're asking for this addition here to reduce the side setback from 10 foot to 5 foot. There's an existing wall that will remain six foot high. No alterations to that, no alterations to the landscape. The addition will match the existing residence in texture as far as stucco, color, all around the doors will all match, roofing materials will match. Height limitation is under what there will actually uh, be about the same height as the structure. It's a single family residence is now the ridge. Very good. Does that conclude your presentation? Yes. If the board has any comments, let me know. Thank you. We will turn it over for, or open up the public hearing. Pardon me. Um, anybody that would like to address the board or speak on item number 32, please come forward and do so now. Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearing and turn it over to comments or questions from the board. Seeing no one here, Commissioner Frazier, any comments or questions? No comments, no questions. Thank you. Commissioner Lee? No comments, no questions. Very good. Commissioner Mejica? No comments, no questions. Very good. Um, this is my district, so um, I will have no issues with this. Mr. I'll make a motion. If I could just me. jump in there. Uh, just a question of the applicant. Did you did you draw the site plan? Yes, I did. I just want to compliment you. I can tell you're old school trained, and uh, I appreciate that kind of detail on your site plan, architectural training or whatever. It looks good. Appreciate it. Thank you. Very good. I will move for uh, approval of item number 32, WS23-0844. 
A motion on the floor, please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier, yes. Commissioner Lee? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Mojica? Yes. Very good. And the item passes unanimously. And you got a compliment tonight. Thank you very much. Have a nice evening. Thank you. Have a good evening. This is final action unless appealed. Next item on the agenda is item number um, 47, 48, and 49. They are companion items, so I'm going to go ahead and read them all at once, if that's okay. Please. Thank you. Um, item 47 is PA 2370048 MCAT Capital Group LLC. Plan amendment to redesignate the existing land use category from Rancho State Neighborhood RN to business employment BE on 2.3 acres. Generally located on the east side of Santa Margarita Street, 300 feet north of south of Patrick Lane within Spring Valley. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval. Um, Spring Valley Town Board recommended approval. We received two cards in protest. Item 48 is the companion item. That is ZC230838 MCAT Capital Group LLC. Zone change to reclassify 2.3 acres from an RE Rural Estates Residential AE60 zone to an MD Design Manufacturing AE60 zone. Use permit to allow offices is a primary use. Waivers of development standards for the following. Number one, reduce landscaping adjacent to a less intensive use. Number two, parking lot configuration. Number three, building height. Number four, reduce required parking. And number five, driveway geometrics. Design reviews for the following. Number one, a proposed, proposed office warehouse facility. Number two, alternative parking lot landscaping. And number three, finished grade in the CMA design overlay district. Generally located on the east side of Santa Margarita Street, 300 feet south of Patrick Lane within Spring Valley. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval of the zone change and design review number three. Denial of the use permit, waivers of development standards, and design reviews number one and number two. Spring Valley Town Board recommended approval of the zone change, use permit, waivers of development standards number one, number three, and number four. Denial of waiver of development standards number five with the following conditions. Site shall not be accessed by 18 wheelers. And waiver number two was withdrawn. We received one card in protest. And the last item is item number 49, VS 230839 MCAT Capital Group LLC. Vacate and abandoned easements of interest to Clark County located between Patrick Lane and Post Road and between Santa Margarita Street and Redwood Street. And a portion of right of way being Santa Margarita Street located between Patrick Lane and Post Road within Spring Valley. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval. Spring Valley Town Board recommended approval, and we, re we received one card in protest. Very good. Good evening, Ms. Olson. Give us your name and address for the record. Good evening, Liz Olson, 1980 Festival Plaza Drive, here on behalf of the applicant and property owner. <clears throat> this site is just under two and a half acres. We're located on Santa Margarita, just east of Rainbow. The site's surrounded by a church to the north. We have commercial to the east, or excuse me, to the west. And there was a previously approved non-conforming zone change for a warehouse two parcels down. The site is also surrounded by aviation-owned property that's currently deed restricted. So if it does ever auction off, it would not develop out as residential. The applicant is proposing a zone change to MD for a office and warehouse development, two-thirds office, about one-third warehouse. We have a single building in the center of the site two proposed access points. 
There are six roll-up doors on the back of the property here. Um, it's a really beautiful building. It's not your average warehouse building. It's more so an office building. As you can see here on the east side, those six roll-up doors, these are not dock doors. They're going to be smaller roll-up doors. This is going to be a fairly low intense project. Um, Town Board did recommend that we have a condition for no 18-wheelers, which we are agreeable to. There's simply just not enough room on the site for 18-wheelers to enter and exit and maneuver on site. I'd like to just quickly address two of our waivers that staff was recommending denial of. First is our waiver for parking reduction. We're currently proposing 133 spaces where 150 are required. That is under the old Title 30. Under the new Title 30 that's currently in effect today, the total amount of parking is only 95 spaces. So at 133 spaces, we're significantly overparked as is today. Uh, the second was our throat depth along the northern portion of the property. The concern by Public Works was that there were significant number of parking spaces directly next to that access point there. So what I'd like to propose, and I've sent this revised plan into Public Works and Planning today. I know it's a little late, but we can finalize that before BCC. Um, I know Public Works had a chance to look at it. My planner is uh, out of the office today, so we won't have a chance to look at it uh, until before BCC. But the proposed changes that we're making are here by that northern driveway. We've shifted everything on the northern side 75 feet in, which is the required throat depth. So our trash enclosure is not until here now where it was originally located here. We've also removed parking along the south when we turn down here. So this gives us an additional about 39 to 40 feet. So the first conflict is significantly pushed into the site. This change does remove another 10 spaces from our site plan, so we would have to request that waiver be adjusted a bit, but we believe that this um, would address the throat depth, and because we're still overparked based on the current code today, uh, we'd recommend, or we'd appreciate staff support, or your support on this. Uh, we appreciate Town Board's recommendation, and I am here to answer any questions. Thank you very much. We will open up the public hearing. Anybody that would like to come forward and speak on this issue items 47 48 and 49 please feel free to do so now seeing no one we will close the public hearing and turn it over to questions from the board vice chair kolarski so she's going to ask for uh, 123 stalls, right? If, she's, if she has lost 10. And you said you shifted? Correct. Let me show so you. So what got moved on the, on, on the uh, east side? So just to a total. So there are, so as you can see, this is our original plan here, and the trash enclosure was almost lined up with that drive out to the south. It's now shifted over. So we lost a couple spaces over here, and then we lost about six over here for 10 total. Okay, so part of, you lost off on the north side too? Correct, yes. And you do meet the whole 75 feet? We meet it on the top, um, but we still 
have only 12 down here. Now we have an additional 39 once you turn down, but the throat depth is measured to that first turn. How does that work, Public Works? So it's better. <laughs> like she did say that the waiver will still need to be there because of the 12 feet. It has given um, more room for on-site movement and getting um, um, vehicles off of our right-of-way. Um, so the changes did help mitigate the concerns we did have. Okay, but it doesn't change your recommendation because it's only 12 feet, I'm guessing. No, um, since we got the plans today, we did a quick review. Um, it has helped mitigate, but we haven't had a chance to do a full review to guarantee that we would be recommending changing our recommendation since we saw the revised plans today. Oh, you know, you know better. Never hand them to, give them a week. <laughs> I wish I could, I'm sorry, I just got it today, this morning. You know, well, I, I, I guess we need to, I don't know. I don't think it's fair of staff because then they, if there's any problems, they can do it. And I realize that there's a whole month, but I think that you're doing us a disservice too because we're looking at something that we. Well, I think that this is making it significantly better. Of course, the I removal agree with of, you. The, of the parking spaces, but yes, no, I, I apologize. We usually are able to get these in sooner, but we do have quite a bit of time before the BCC. So I can, I can promise that we will get these revised before then and, and into staff with plenty of time. Yeah, but I'd like to be able to give our commissioners or at least the commissioner whose district this is in, you know, a good recommendation and a good vote. I don't want to just have to wait until whatever. I just, I just think it's a disservice when we don't get them to staff so that the recommendation is a good, is a good recommendation. That's all I have to say. When is your BCC date? Oh gosh, I'm sorry. Um, it is on. Where are my plans? It's March 6th. Thank Very you. good. Thank Gives you, you a little yes, bit of time. March 6th. Uh, any other questions? I don't see anyone up here. Commissioner Frazier, any questions or comments? No questions, no comments. Very good. Commissioner Mojica, questions or comments? Commissioner Mojica, questions or comments? Okay, we'll go to Commissioner Lee. I believe this is your district. Yes, I just want to make sure that other commissioners didn't have any questions before I proceed. No, I there's. Uh, I don't see anyone with their mic on up here. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you to the applicant for addressing my concerns. I I share the same concerns with Public Works and also some of the comments that were made by Commissioner Kolarski. I do appreciate that on the adjacent side to the church, that throat depth was increased. So um, thank you to the applicant. I, I, I don't feel that's sufficient enough on the west side or if you're traveling south down the aisle. I, I am concerned with a car that's turning in can immediately be impacted by a car that is either reversing or trying to park in that spot. I don't know what the solution is because it doesn't sound like we're being presented with an option. Um, Liz, can you tell me what you think that new throat depth is on that south side? 
You said 35 feet? Yeah, this is showing an additional just over 39, right under, actually right under 40, 39.11 down here. So it would be 12 coming in and then 39 going down. And we okay, could always so remove a couple more as well, if, you, if you'd like to see that. Yes, so based on the exhibit that you emailed yesterday, does your new, I think what you're presenting now, does that include more parking? You've, you've um, I'm sorry, you've removed more parking on that south side? The parking that we removed on the south mm -hmm. side was the same that we discussed yesterday. But okay, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to remove more as well to give it an extra, you know, 10 or 15 feet, 20 feet. I, I would prefer to see more parking removed, especially if the new code is only asking for 95 spaces. So I believe that we have some room to make that throat depth larger. I'm not, I'm not an expert in this, so I really have to defer to public works about what, what is an acceptable throat depth in that space. So I, I'm not really sure what to say. I know that uh, public works said that they're reviewing the plans. They don't, it looks better, but it's not, they haven't approved it yet. Did I understand that correctly? That is correct. Okay. Um, so to Liz, what, what can we do here? You said that we have some time for the BCC, which is March 6th. How many spaces can you remove on that south side? We can remove probably enough to get you another 20 feet. Um, I would say an extra uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight to 10 spaces. Okay, and that puts us at the throat depth of what that would, would probably, that be? That would add an additional you know, 20 or 30 feet in inside. So 40, 50, probably at about 75 total. 75%, okay. And then uh, to public works, hearing that, would it make it better for you? Increased throat depth is always gonna be a better option for us. But again, without seeing plans and getting it approved, um, through our management and everything, we cannot give an exact um, what's gonna be approvable um, for us to recommend, um, recommend approval, um, but more throat depth, the better to get um, vehicles off of the right away. Commissioner Lee, I, I see a couple of microphones on, uh, Commissioner Stone and Vice Chair Kolarski. Uh, do you mind if I go to Commissioner Stone quickly? Very yes. quick, very quick comment. I would just offer this, that any project uh, no good deed goes unpunished when you design at the podium. So technical, technical issues can be sort of talked about in general at the podium, but putting staff on their heels about if we need extra this or extra that, I think it's always wise to have our very smart and capable public works group vet that issue, uh, you know, with traffic engineering, with with capable staff. So I would be uh, not in favor of designing at the podium. That's my comment. Thank you, Commissioner Stone. Com uh, Vice Chair Kolarski. Um, 
I think if Santa Margarita was an arterial street, because it's not very, it's not one of these that you're gonna have a whole bunch of traffic on. It really isn't. So I don't think that you have the issue of stacking. I, I don't think you're gonna have that, which then, for me anyway, kind of lessens the desire for more throat depth, okay? I, I really think that because of, of the type of road that we're looking at, you're not, you're not gonna have a whole bunch of people going in. You're not gonna have 18 wheelers. Probably the biggest car or truck that you're gonna have is, I think uh, probably some, like maybe, uh, help me out, uh, U-Haul type. Correct, yeah, vans, U-Haul type trucks. Yeah, so I don't think that you're gonna have the, the concern for people backing up, but that's just my feeling on it. Um, so I think that what she has presented tonight is probably sufficient to move forward to the BCC, but I will uh, see what your concerns are, Commissioner Lee. Commissioner Lee. Uh, yes, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry, Commissioner Milhika is calling me right now. I think she's trying to say that she dropped off. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, let me put that on hold. Um, again, to echo the comments of Public Works, more throat depth is always better. And I understand that we are not trying to design the pony. I'm just trying to get clarification about trying to, trying to move this item forward. So. I'm good with moving the item forward, Liz, if we could add more parking, if we could remove more parking spaces. And if that can be done before you get to the commission meeting on March 6th, is that something that you can do? Yes, we can probably have these back to staff within a week. Okay. Okay, with that said, I'm good with moving these items forward with removing extra parking on that south side. And also I do wanna echo the town board's recommendation of prohibiting the 18 wheelers and i can make a motion on items 47 48 and 49. very good we have a motion on the floor please cast your vote commissioner we have a plan amendment on this yes. okay yeah That's so first. let's take these uh, do we need to do 47 and then 48 and 49 can we do those together yeah, so uh, Commissioner Lee, if you'd make a motion on uh, item 47 and separately, since we have the plan amendment there, and then we can take 48 and 49 from there. Okay, so the motion will be for item 47, which is the 237-0048. Very good, we have a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier. All right, so Commissioner Frazier, just a, a, a comment before I vote. I will vote to support all, all three motions of, um, of approval. I would just also like to state that, you know, um, I, I agree with Commissioner Lee trying to, you know, find a win-win in the application. And, and I also agree with Commis Commissioner Stone that we, we shouldn't design it a podium. So I'm going to say that, you know, the applicant, I know we're trying to make some time deadlines for you, but you see the kind of position you put the board in 
when you when you make changes, maybe at our request, but if we have to hold something, I mean, we shouldn't be afraid to, to push something out 30 days so that we get it right. So um, I'll, I'll support the motions and that's my, that's my piece. Very good, thank you, Commissioner Frazier. Commissioner Mujica, not sure if you're with us or not, but if. Mr. Mr. Commissioner, Chair. Commissioner Mojica was trying to call me. I'm gonna call her right now. And very, very uh, she's good. texted me. She says she's dropped and can't get back in. So very good. let's. I don't, I don't know how, how a vote could go. Can she call in just by telephone? Or is that, that's what she was trying to do before, I guess, right? Or was it by Zoom? I thought she said it was by Zoom. Well, I'm texting her on this right now. So you want to see, take a vote on the plan amendment and see if we have enough votes first? I think let's move this forward. If we don't, we can address it. But uh, let's take a, uh, a vote on uh, the motion that's on the floor on item 47. Commissioner Lee? Yes. Very good. And that motion passes unanimously with six commissioners voting. Um, next item, if you wanna make a motion on 48 and 49, Commissioner Lee. Yes, move to approve items 48 and 49 with again, the same conditions that we had applied earlier. Very good, there's a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier. Commissioner Frazier. Commissioner Frazier, yes. Very good. Commissioner Lee? Yes. And Commissioner Mojica, do we have you back? Yes, yes, I'm back. Thank you, yes. Very good. Is that a, is that a yes vote or just a yes you're back? Yes. Both. Yes, I'm back. Yes, I'm voting. Very good. And... It, okay, very good. It looks like the motion passed unanimously. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you very much, Ms. Olson. Have Thank a good you. night. These items will be forwarded to the Board of County Commissioners meeting for final action on March 6, 2024 at 9 a.m. unless otherwise announced. Very good. And the last item is public comment. Uh, if anybody from the audience would like to address the board, now would be the time to do so. Just give us your name and address for the record, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, good evening, board members. Tommy Lopresti, 9341 Dean Martin Drive. Um, so we were here in hopes to speak on a few agenda items that got, that got held. Um, again, we just kind of wanted to stick it through to show our uh, commitment to this. We had a whole bunch of neighbors that came up. This was kind of their first time getting involved in this process, and they took off, and I could certainly sense their frustration uh, in the process. We've dealt with it. We understand kind of the underlying hope for the applicant a lot of times is to tear down the neighbors or any opposition through these holds in hopes that when it does come up that uh, you know enough is enough and we're not going to be here uh, it's not going to be the case for a lot of us neighbors when it comes to our neighborhood um, you know I thought tonight's item 29 was really what I would come into contact with living in an RMP like I do which is the number of chickens you can have in your backyard I mean that's those are kind of the agenda items I thought we would come up against when I moved into this area and it turns out it's not I mean, the, the items we were going to speak on is this new kind of concept of these developers going into, into the actual RMP areas and trying to rezone them for infill projects. Um, you know, they add nothing to the area. They only cause headaches. You know, this is, um, 
we dealt with this at town board. We were in talks with the developers and the attorneys for the developers. We saw them at town board. I know them. Some of them, they've had meetings with us on the side, and for, for none of them to reach out to us and tell them that they plan on holding these items to saving the headache for the neighbors to come down. You know, we have lives, but we're trying to stay proactive in our community. Uh, and this makes it difficult. So this is, it, it's, it's very frustrating. Again, not your issue, but something that we'll, we'll, we'll talk to them about when we, next time we meet. Um, so again, we're gonna be steadfast. We wanna try to protect these RMP areas. These, these projects are coming ahead. These agenda items are coming up as plan amendments and zone changes with no plans, no site development plans, no uh, you know, elevations of what the houses are gonna look like and they want these people to approve them when we have no idea what's gonna go in. And then we know what happens on a two and a half acre lot that gets sold to a higher density. Now there's waivers that come into play so they can put 10 houses. It's, it, it's a nightmare and it will be. So I just hope moving forward as you see these agenda items, uh, we're gonna have a strong backing and a strong showing that hopefully that you guys are on board with protecting these RMP areas that have been around for years and that have shrunk decade and year, year over year. Um, there's a gentleman here tonight who will speak when he knew it miles away from where he's at now. So. Um, again, we just wanted to show our steadfast in this process and uh, we'll see you again soon when these items come up. What, items? what item were you here for? So this was 46, I, well there was 10 of them tonight, 22 and 23 got held, they were on the consent agenda, and then we were looking at items, I think it was, uh, yes, I'm sorry, 39 through 46. So these are all the same, these are two and a half and five acre lots that they're just trying to come into the, I mean again, everything we've normally dealt with to this point, or at least I have, have been uh, coming up to the RMPs and surrounding the RMPs where we try to ask for responsible development and smooth transitions and residential adjacency and everything that the that you guys work so hard on changing in this title 30 and now we actually are combating projects that are going inside these boundaries and that's much more scary um, we understand that things have to happen and there's probably some developments that that would fit inside of an RMP boundary but certainly not these so we'll see you next month very Thank good. You. We appreciate your comments and appreciate you taking the time to uh, wait through the meeting to, to address us. I know it's been a, a long evening for us. And I'm sure it's been one for you as well. So thank you very much for your time. Hi, I'm here to speak on the same, same thing. Can you just give us your name and address for the record? My name is Pam Kaiser, 3485 Dickey Avenue. I live within the middle of an RMP that has tr been shrunk down to almost nothing um, I'm a part of the Dean Martin RMP. I was also part of uh, going to the state when they tried to change on Title 30, not Title 30, transform Clark County to change the wording in the RMP areas from protect and preserve to consider, which was defeated at the state level. So what we're here requesting is that you guys please consider that there is one developer in particular that is going into the RNPs and not on the edges of the RNPs at all. I'm talking into the center of the RNPs to develop them to a higher density. Everybody keeps saying at the county level, we need diversity. The diversity has now come down to RNPs. I have horses, I show horses, I've raised children here, they're college graduates. And we're taking the diversity out by taking out the RNPs. I have a number of stuff here from Transform Clark County. If you want, I can read it, but I'm pretty sure you guys are pretty versed on it. If not, I will be more than happy to read it to you. But there is supposed to be things in protection for us. Right now, with what's happening, this particular developer is going within the middle of the RNPs to develop at a higher density. 
that will essentially destroy the RNPs. We're asking for protection from you guys. We're asking for guidance from you guys. I don't know what else to say because we're being attacked. And we've done nothing. All we're trying to do is protect what we were told to go and do. 33 years ago, I moved out there because they told me to move south of town. I moved out there, developed a horse property. And now somebody's coming in and trying to go in where the airport land is and develop these lands into high density. So I guess I'm asking you guys, what do we do? You guys are on the planning board. There's a plan out there, and now they said there's not going to be any more non-conforming zone change. A plan amendment is a non-conforming zone change. We're asking for help, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate your time and your comments. Hi, Commissioners. I'll try and be really quick. Uh, Barry Yost, 3760 West Richmar Avenue, uh, within an RMP area. Um, 25 years ago, I, we bought our property. I never would have bought on the edge of an RNP. I wanted the protection of an RNP. So where I bought my property was a mile away from the border of the RNP. And yet over the years, it has continually encroached, encroached, encroached until it's now it's across the street. That's where the border has become. So um, it, Lots of comments I could make here, but I'd sure like to meet the guy that said a street is a suitable buffer between zoning areas, because it's certainly not. What that means when I live in the RNP is that I've built under the RNP standards, or better, I actually have a two and a half acre parcel that my home exists on. And so I've built under that standards, and yet when I walk out my front door, I could have five or maybe <coughs> eight homes to an acre across the street, and that was never part of it. We gather together as a community to discuss a master plan. We discuss, we negotiate, we compromise, we work on it hard, and then it seems it's all for naught because we have to continually come here to these meetings to try and defend our way of life while these builders in the name of corporate profits, which is at the expense of somebody, uh, continue to ask for more and more and more. And so we just ask, please, help us with this. And then I just want to also echo the gamesmanship played by some of these builders, and tonight's a good example. Our RMP is on the south end of town, so we braved the weather, we braved the traffic to get here for this commission meeting to find at the last minute that it has been uh, pulled from the agenda, and that's just incredibly disrespectful to the homeowners again. So thank you for your time. Very good. Thank you for your comments. I appreciate it. You have a good evening. Thank you. And seeing no one else, we will close the public comment period. Have a good night. Thank you.